Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Penn Athletics Podcast. My name is Kevin Bonner, proud to be your host. And today we are joined by Josh Walker, the Executive Director of Team Impact for the Mid-Atlantic Region. Welcome to the show, Josh. Kevin, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So Josh is in his fourth year as the Executive Director and is a former D1 wrestler at Penn State and assistant coach at Virginia. Um, So we'll just start off at the top. You know, for someone who's unaware of, of Team Impact, how would you describe it? So the, the short answer is we we work with children with serious illnesses and disabilities, and we match them up with college sports teams to provide a two-year clinically informed program that is a life-changing experience for both the athletes and the family that we match. Um, if you dive a little deeper, you know, past the surface of that statement, you know, really what we've done is we've taken the power of, uh, of team and college sports and the structure that exists with the, within the, that team-based setting. And we have layered in a clinically informed program that extends psychosocial care for kids outside the hospital. And so when I throw around words like psychosocial care, what I'm talking about is there's been a growing understanding, thankfully, um, within the pediatric world that there's more to treating a child than just giving them medicine. Uh, Children, when they're diagnosed with these life-changing illnesses uh, or disabilities, um, it's happening during the formative stages of their life. And as a result, uh, children with serious illnesses, disabilities, um, suffer from high rates of depression, so social isolation, um, suicidal ideations. Like you, you can run down the list and all the mental health challenges that kids across the country are facing because it's an epidemic across the country. I think the Surgeon General, you know, issued a, a, a statement this past year that that you know there's a children's mental health crisis in America. Um, the numbers are even higher for children that have already been diagnosed with illness. And so what we've done at Team Impact is. We said, how can we extend care for the hospitals outside of that setting? So, you know, we're fortunate to work with children's hospitals around the country, like mine and nonprofits have a great relationship with with CHOP just down the road, you know, from Penn. Um, And CHOP and and other top children's hospitals have invested heavily in psychosocial programs, child life specialists, social workers. The challenge is that those hospitals can, you know, can only limit what happens inside the four walls. So when those children go home, what are the supports in place to make sure that they are continuing to progress along their clinical journey? And so what started out as sort of a nice idea, I think, you know, 12 years ago in the Boston area with Team Impact, where we're like, let's let's give kids who, who have had um, these challenges, you know, a, a nice experience. We're going to match them up with college sports teams. What we've learned is if we add a little bit of science to it, and we we sort of flipped our model about 2017 um, and built this clinically informed program in place. What if we started hiring master's level social workers, certified child life specialists from hospitals to actually work for us, to be part of our team so that when we match a child with the Penn softball team, for instance, we they have a clinical case manager who's helping to sort of essentially coach the student athletes and the family through that process. Um, and so that's how we've done what we've done that's different than no other organization has done. And what we found, um, I think, sort of or, organically at first and now very much intentionally because we've invested heavily into our student athlete development uh, side of our program is the other side of the coin is the benefit that it has for the student athletes. And what we're seeing is that almost always the student athletes will come and we survey the families and, and you know, we have sort of a, an evaluation process for every match that takes place. Um, the student athletes almost always say that they got more out of it, they think, than the families did themselves. Um, and there's very real sort of, you know, I think student athlete development 
benefits to to the program. Uh, we have a fellowship program that we can talk a little bit about because we have a number of fellows from the University of Pennsylvania that we've built into the program. So in addition to this core program that's helping the children and the families, we're also helping prepare the student athletes for whatever level of professional they become, whether it be in sports uh, or just in life moving forward. Um, we're helping set them up for success there as well. Wow, just just amazing, amazing stuff. Um, so kind of making it a little more locally, you know, how did Team Impact get started with Penn Athletics and and how long have we been working together? So I had I had to do some digging on on that one. Um, you know, I, I would say, you know, I, I've worked with Team Impact since 2020 and and we've really ramped up our relationship in 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 that time. Um, Philadelphia was actually the first place the Team Impact expanded to outside of the Boston area when we were really trying to create a, a national model. And Philly has really been our our model for how we grow um, as an organization and how we build this sort of you know regional footprint. Um, but way back in 2012, with the uh, the actual the actually the softball team was our first match. Um, and like I said before, it was I think it was a less sort of uh, clinically informed process at the time we made made that match. Um, I, I'm not even sure if we had, you know, a termed like length of time the children were matched. We kind of would make the match and they would move move forward from there. Now at the uh, urging of of our hospital partners and and you know, we have a medical advisory board, we sort of placed a limit of you know it's going to be a two year uh, man, case managed experience. Uh, that we can sort of track the efficacy, track the success, and then, you know, the relationship continues from there. And we have a lot of those relationships that continue, but it also allows us to match more kids. So back then, we didn't have any of that. Uh, so that would have been, you know, 2012 was the first match. Um, I would say that Penn probably took a giant step forward in their involvement with Team Impact largely. I got to give a shout out to, to Coach Steve Donahue with the men's basketball team. Uh, Steve, when he was at Boston College, was actually the second coach and team ever to match a Team Impact child. So he had a, he was in sort of at the ground floor um, and you know, had just always sort of bought in as this is something that he saw value, not only for the families, but for, for the athletes involved. And so I know when he came to Penn, it was something that, that was important to him that, that he brought with him. I think he came in with 2015 and really from there, um, you know, we've now matched over, I think we've had 22 all time, but just to give you a, a sense of where we're at and how much we've sort of scaled up, we have 10 active matches right now. Um, and three, what we would call all-stars where the two year time period has, um, expired, but the, the relationship is continuing that the kids have been a little bit more deeply involved. Um, and so we, we have, you know, three that have, have gone past that limit a little bit, uh, sort of like everyone else, we give a COVID year here and there. So they get an extra, extra year. Um, but that's where we're at now. And so like, it's just, you know, more than half of our participation has been happening in the last, you know, two to three years, which is uh, really just speaks to the level of commitment, um, you know, and the, and the leadership that Penn has, has taken on for us recently. So which teams uh, do we have matched up currently? So the list that I can go down for you right now is, Uh, we've got women's gymnastics, men's sprint football, men's lacrosse, men's basketball, men's baseball, men's soccer, women's soccer, men's rowing, women's softball, and women's volleyball. <clears throat> the three all-stars that I mentioned, we have one, Jake Orlick, with uh, the men's basketball team. Jake's kind of become a, an, an institution with, with that team, um, and he's also been – 
he's become kind of a famous speaker on our on our speaker circuit now sharing his story um but we also have uh lily chung who's uh, an all-star with the women's lacrosse team and then sophia diamond with the women's basketball team so um so 13 you know families matched up with teams actively you know on campus right now um and that's that's one of the you know that would make penn one of the more uh, saturated campuses for us, uh, both regionally and nationally, which is pretty fantastic. That's that's really really super cool. Um, what are some of the ways that our teams and and these families uh, interact on a daily, weekly, monthly, kind of yearly basis? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the cool thing about our program is, and, and something that's been really important to me is, I, when I came to Team Impact, I didn't want to be a part of something that we just create like a cookie cutter template and just like do the same thing everywhere because that's not what college sports is that's not what what higher education is you you go to the institution you become part of the team hopefully that you feel fits you the best and that gives you the best chance to grow as a person uh moving forward and so we're very intentional about the matchup process when we match a child in the team we we ask parents to trust us and and you know they, you know, not just say I need to be with this sport. Like we try to find the environment that we think will be best based on all the factors involved with that child's diagnosis and and with the teams that we know, you know, are, are you know, set up for success. Um, and so each team, to, you know, their interactions take on, you know, uh, take on really the personality of the team. And so it can be anything from, you know, visiting a child in the hospital and making sure they're supported. We see, a, you know, we get a lot of that with our pen teams because of, because of the proximity to chop, um, you know, encouraging videos when you can't be with them, when you're on the road, uh, you know, first pitches at ball games. Like certainly there's a lot of participation at like joining the team, sitting on the bench. Uh, we had our, our young boy justice, who's our newest child matched with the men's basketball team was, was sitting with the team at, at the, you know, the big five classic this past year, in, you know, Wells Fargo center. So like, um, you know, those are all, you know, the, you know, sort of game day related things happen frequently, but it's a lot of times it's the things that happen on the side, the team dinners, like going out bowling, joining a family and by having a family come to lunch, athletes joining for a birthday party, um, you know, just, you know, texting, you know, sending the encouraging text, you know, videos, things like that. It's, it's all the authentic interactions that you would have with any other teammate. It's just, we're extending that in a supervised manner with the, you know, with the, the children. Um, and that really just gives them that extra, you know, amount of support. Um, you know, some teams will do things like, you know, physical therapy. Uh, we have one of our, our kids, uh, Charlie Felton, who's matched with the Penn softball team right now. And Charlie's a, a special kid. I, I actually, uh, uh, that's one family we work with so many families, but Charlie's is a family that I actually knew personally before they got involved. Uh, their, uh, her brother played baseball with my son. And so like, I've been able to watch the impact that it's had on her since, you know, she was a little kindergartner who was, you know, they were nervous about her, her starting school and the confidence that she would have to like, just watching how she's blossomed with, with the softball team. But I know that Charlie's going to have an upcoming stay at some point in the hospital and, and for some physical therapy and things of that nature. And I know the team's already making plans in the family that they to come and, and join and help and help her along that physical therapy journey. So, you know, it can be very hands-on, you know, helping with things like physical therapy to helping emotionally, psychosocially. Um, it runs the gamut. And that's one of the cool things you see it different with every team and every child. Yeah, absolutely. Um, taking it more broadly, I know you guys have had some events kind of around Penn, around Philadelphia. Uh, you want to talk about those a little bit? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think one of the cool things I mentioned that Philadelphia was the, the first place that we expanded to um, outside of Boston. And, and for me, being being someone who's from the Philadelphia area and, and, and Philly is near and dear to my heart, it, it's been kind of my mission and the mission of our team to take, it's not easy to take something that, that was a Boston born organization and get Philadelphia to wrap their, wrap their arms around it. Right. And, and the important thing about team impact is um, we're absolutely dedicated to local communities, local, local sports teams, local families. The idea is that we are providing these supports um, in an authentic way in every, in every place that we are. And so in Philadelphia, you know, as we grew this model, as we started to work, you know, build, we get more referrals from CHOP now than any other children's hospital in the country. Um, as we built the relationships here in the city and got lots of partners, it became time to say, what's a, what's an event that we can do that brings the community together? And and so, you know, it started out, we did a um, a community celebration with with Tom Nerney and his team at USLI and Tom's been a big supporter of, of all the big five basketball programs in the area. Um, but we, you know, the Penn basketball team and then some of, I think the softball players and, and the number of student athletes from a variety of schools. I think we had uh, Temple, Villanova, Westchester, Penn all represented, you know, on a day where we brought athletes and teams and families across the city to just sort of like celebrate the team impact community. And then that led into an event. We did a 5k on Penn's campus with, uh, partnered with campus apartments, um, and, and, uh, you know, Dan Bernstein and, and his team at campus. And, um, we did a 5k in October where, you know, the community could come out and, you know, Penn was a wonderful partner for us in that. Um, and then it all kind of culminated, with uh, the you know the reemergence of the Big Five Classic that happened at Wells Fargo, the week leading up to it, we held a big event called Impact Philly, and we celebrated the Big Five sports programs. And uh, you know, Steve Donahue, Penn Athletics, all the athletic programs in the Big Five were really integral in in making that happen. And we sort of brought you know the whole city together and celebrated these relationships that are changing the lives of not only the families, but the student athletes. And, um, and it was really a, a pretty, really, really cool celebration that was tied to, um, you know, probably the most historic sports thing in Philadelphia, which is the big five. And so like, that was a really cool moment for us and something we're going to continue to do. And, and we are uh, already making plans for next year and how we can make it bigger and better. And, you know, we're grateful to, to, Brad Corman and his team at Corman Communities for for hosting that event for us, and so we're we're already planning some cool things moving moving forward with that. But you know, we have lots of different ways to get the community involved. Like that's been the biggest change for us. Is it it went from having these uh, you know these authentic relationships between children and teams to now we've extended our team to the greater greater community uh, in Philadelphia, and and we're looking for people to to get involved in support and help us grow so we can help more families because there's a lot more families that need our support. Um, there's a lot more teams at Penn. There's a lot more teams across the city that want that we can use to have follow Penn's example. Um, and our goal is to is to match a child with every every team that um, you know that needs one. So kind of yeah, good segue into the next one. So looking regionally, nationally, you know, how many college athletic programs are matched up with a child uh, through Team Impact? So we uh, we at the end of 2022 we we officially hit our our 50th state. So we are now, you know, 100% national. Big shout out to the South Dakota State women's basketball team, I believe it was. Um, but that was uh, that was our 50th, and you know, now uh, we're up to over 750 colleges that we've worked with. I think the number is somewhere north of 70,000 student athletes that have been involved. Um, and you know, actively right now, I think we we have well, we've matched over 3,400. 
families with teams to date. Um, I think in the Mid-Atlantic here, which is Philadelphia is our hub for the Mid-Atlantic region, we've matched over 672. Um, I think in Pennsylvania, right now we have 82 kids matched up in Pennsylvania alone right now. Like we have got a lot of, um, you know, a lot of kids we have, uh, you know, we already talked about what we've done at Penn. Um, you know, actively, we've got 1,100 kids actively placed on teams around the country right now. So we're firing on all cylinders. We're we're growing faster than we ever have. Um, and Penn has been, you know, a big part of that. I think the other thing that we've been able to do, you know, is you know, I talked about the other side of the coin being our relationship with college athletics and the student athlete development side of things. Uh, we're now at a point that, you know, we've got some really cool partners that are working with us. Um, to support the work that that student athletes are doing with families, and so we've been able to build some programs um, that allow us to to provide opportunities and almost like a thank you to the the schools that that have been helping us. And so, you know, we we started something years ago with a partnership with Morgan Stanley called the Equity Collective, um, where we brought together asset management firms and financial services firms from around the country uh, to help. You know, everyone wants to recruit student athletes, but I think one of the cool things about Team Impact is we have great student athletes, but we also have the student athletes that are going above and beyond. And, you know, we we build out a fellowship program where we have 200 student athletes now that are a part of our fellowship program. Um, I think we have, I can, we have, I think, five fellows from 10. Sorry, I'm pausing. Yeah. So we have five fellows from University of Pennsylvania right now. And so we have all these student athlete programs and now we have companies on the other side that are supporting us. And so we brought, brought a lot of these companies together. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to do a, a career learning session uh, with some of our equity collective partners. We're bringing Morgan Stanley, FS Investments, uh, Macquarie Group, Hartford Funds. They're going to come and work with, with your student athletes, you know, through the Patrick Center and, and, you know, share some of the experiences. A lot of former student athletes will come in and it's a great networking opportunity. And it's a chance for us to sort of connect some of our partners with our school partners in, in, in a setting where everyone wins. So we're doing more and more like that to, to strengthen our relationships with college sports programs across the country. And, and we're really excited about those types of initiatives. Um, we've also been having some dialogue with Charlie Baker and, and you know, the rapidly, uh, rapidly changing landscape that is the NCAA and figuring out, you know, how we layer into to whatever comes next. And so uh, we're, you know, we're, we're excited to keep growing that and, and having partners like Penn that we can use as examples um, and also have relationships where we can bounce ideas off and, and you do things like the equity collective and see how that works. And then, you know, take that to other places has been really valuable for us as we look to get more and more schools involved. How about what's the future look like, both kind of regionally and nationally and, and more locally with Penn? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think I'll start macro and we'll go from there. You know, nationally, like I said, we, we want to match uh, every child that, that needs that additional support outside the hospital we want to find a team for. And so mentioned we're in all 50 states, but we've really only scratched the surface of, of you know, how we grow. We're about to open a, a regional office. We just opened a regional office in the, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, I say that with, with caution because I feel the same way about the Dallas Cowboys that I'm sure most of most others in Philadelphia do. Uh, but it's a great, uh, it's a great hub for uh, not only college sports, but but uh, pediatric healthcare too. So like we're we're growing out sort of the southern part of the country from from there. So that's a big priority for us as we grow across the across the south, um, and really, 
you know, try to make sure that we're building up our hospital relationships in the same way that we build our relationship with CHOP. We're investing in those relationships um, and those college and college partners are a huge way of sort of, you know, providing that um, that growth. The uh, so our, our goal is to is to scale and to make sure that we are we are matching kids in every in as many kids as possible in every state in Philadelphia area. Um, you know, we, we're continuing to use Philadelphia as an example, and, and more so, I think we're trying to use schools like Penn who are, who are doing all the checking, all the boxes as the example, as the template for how do we expand, you know, across the state of Pennsylvania? How do we expand up and down the East coast? Um, how do we grow up, grow our programs, like our fellowship program, like our student athlete program, so that we continue to bring more value, um, to our partners on all sides. And so, at Penn, you know, one of the things that we're looking to do is, you know, we've, we, we partner, we work with every school, but there are certain schools that we um, build sort of a deeper relationship, a deeper partnership. We call it an elevated partnership where we can, you know, align some mutual goals where we can use that school then as a, as a, an example and a template for others to sort of follow. Um, and that, that's, I think, our, the next step for us at Penn, because you're already doing everything that we've done um, that, you know, we can do at a, at a baseline level and you're already go, exceeding all of our expectations. And so I think one of the things I've been really grateful for is the relationship we have, not just with the coaches at Penn, but across the athletic department and having dialogue at, at all levels, uh, from a lot of Shanahan all the way down, um, to see how can we make this a mutually beneficial relationship uh, that continues to help families in the, in the community that continues to create a bridge to chop, um, and the other children's hospitals in the area. Um, but then is also bringing value to the athletic department as a whole. And so that's, that's what we're looking to do. Um, you know, and we want to continue to get, you know, we want your supporters to be aware of what, of what your student athletes are doing. We want the community to be aware. We're, we're going to continue doing stuff with the big five and, and with, you know, all the athletic programs in, in the city and, and, you know, Penn kind of stands in the center there and we're, we're excited to continue growing. Yeah, and we're proud, obviously proud to be uh to be with you guys. Um, you know, as we come down the home stretch, two more questions. Um, I'm sure you have many stories, but you know, what what's one amazing story to share, you know, about how this has positively impacted uh, a family's life? Yeah. So uh, there there are there are two um that I can think of, one briefly and then one uh, I have uh something I can share with the group. But the um you know, I mentioned Charlie Felton uh, as someone as little girl who's matched with the softball team, and I mentioned you know that's been a unique one for me because having seen the family, known the family for a while, known the challenges they've had with Charlie, known the um, you know as is the case with many pediatric diagnoses, it's often not black and white. Oftentimes it's gray, and and you know the I know there's multiple teams at Chop that have been doing tremendous work with Charlie and her family. Um, but I know that when, you know, when she was, uh, you know, first referred to team impact and she was getting ready to start kindergarten, um, you know, the, the, the confidence and, you know, it was an intimidating thing for her to be able to go into the hospital. And I know just speaking, not, not just going to the hospital, going to school. And, and, you know, I know there was some anxiety with her, with her parents and, you know, having spoken to them. And I just know that her being able to go and I, I, pretty much every home game I know that she's able to be at there they're at um 
you know, it's provided such a sense of, of confidence. And if you know Charlie, she's like the most joyous, like she is, she is the star of, of every show that she's in. Like she is like, she brings so much joy to everyone around her. She's the biggest fan in the stands. She's dancing around, but seeing, uh, you know, the place that she has taken on that team where like, she is truly a, a little, I think Charlie's six now, six maybe, uh, years old, but she is like a little six-year-old member of full member of the team. You know, and uh, like in watching not only that, but watching the relationship that kids that student athletes like Maddie Bowerly um, and and the rest of the team um, have created with her. It's you know, it's not just a, she's not just a teammate. She's like a sister to them, you know, and that's the type of authentic relationships that if we do our job right, if our program is executed right, um, there are relationships, there are friendships, there are sisterhoods, brotherhoods that, that continue, uh, for decades. You know, we have, uh, we had a young man named Ryland who was matched with the, the UConn men's basketball team. Um, and, and one of his teammates, his first year, who's now the director of ops at UConn, um, got married this summer. Uh, Ryland was the, was the best man in his wedding. You know, like those are the types of relationships that we're trying to create. Um, and the kids are getting therapeutic value out of it. Um, but it's also, you know, setting them up, not just for support now, but for the rest of their lives is through some of these relationships. And so, you know, that's watching Charlie, watching the impact it's had on her and her family um, has been amazing. I think the other one I'd point to at Penn, you know, and this is, uh, you know, I, I think I mentioned Jake uh, Orlick briefly and, and how he's built this amazing relationship with the Penn men's basketball team. Um you know, but Jake is a is a cancer survivor uh, who who um, had to have his leg amputated because of the cancer that he had, and having that happen, you know, just as he was becoming a teenager, and and you know, just the drastic shift that that took on his life, and you know, Jake has spoken for us about his experience many times and the relationship that he's built with Coach Donahue and the team, you know, and I and I think that he summed it up really really well when when he said that you know, thanks to Team Impact. I was no longer the the kid with cancer or the kid with the prosthetic leg. I just got to be Jacob. I'm just me. And you know, like that's the that's what we're trying to do um, is give these kids the confidence to be themselves and be themselves proudly. Um, and so, actually, one of the things I would encourage everyone to do is if you if you want to learn more about Team Impact, you can go to to teamimpact.org. Um, which is our website. And you can see the other teams that are involved, learn more about the, the clinical basis of our program, learn more about our footprint around the country. Um, but if you want to learn more specifically about, about Jake and hear his story, um, if you go to teamimpact.org slash Jake, uh, you can watch Jake's speech where he talks all about how uh, his relationship with the University of Pennsylvania, with the men's basketball team, with Coach Donahue, um, has had really changed his life. And so I would encourage everyone to go to teamimpact.org slash Jake and, and hear Jake's story in his own words, because uh, he tells it way better than I do. Um, and, you know, it just makes me grateful that we get to play a small part in, in a story like that. That was a pretty good closing, but I'll ask you this anyway. Any closing <laughs> thoughts? Uh, or I always like to end these podcasts, you know, something that I should have asked that I didn't, that you'd want to, want to share. Um, I'm trying to think, I, I think, you know, the, the main thing I, I want people to know is, you know, organizations like team impact, um, 
they they exist for for two reasons um or they're they're made possible for two reasons one we need partners um who you know who are committed to their kids both in the hospital and out of the hospital both on the playing field and off the playing field and you know we our program works because you know there's an understanding in healthcare that children need support outside of the hospital and so we've been able to layer in that support and work with children's hospitals to do that our 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 success of those programs is because there's a realization in college sports that you know most student athletes are going to grow up to be professionals in something other than you know the sport that they're playing um and the type of human that they become during what is a very formative experience in college is just as important as the results on the field in the classroom um and so so Penn gets that and you know you guys have made it possible for us to build a a safe environment for these kids to thrive um i think the other thing that we need like any organization is you know we like, like to say we're a clinical program without any you know without any clinical revenue we're not billing patients we're not you know charging anyone for the services so we we thrive off of the support of the community and we thrive off of the support of people who care about you know the impact that college athletes are having in young lives and so i would just encourage you know people to to you know go to our website to reach out to me uh, Jay Walker at teamimpact.org if you have any questions um, because I love talking about what we do um, but I'm, we're always looking for people to join our team and continue to support our growth so that we can help more and more kids uh, both in Philadelphia at Penn and across the country. Great well I really enjoyed the conversation I'm sure our listeners will as well uh, teamimpact.org check it out and Josh as always thanks for the time and uh, looking forward to continuing the great work we do with you guys. Kevin, appreciate it. Thanks so much for the opportunity and thanks for everyone, for what everyone's doing at Penn. Go Quakers.